Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Pete McCall, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. This episode is going to be a quick fit tip on how you can stay injury-free as you transition from indoor winter workouts to getting outside and enjoying the lovely spring weather. Now, first of all, I was going to record this quick fit tip before I posted the recent interview with Dr. Stone, but that was such a killer interview. And Dr. Stone is an orthopedic surgeon who wrote the book Play Forever. He helps people, he helps athletes, he helps individuals from all walks of life maintain their optimal fitness and performance well into later years. Now, here's the thing. If you want to optimize your fitness, if you want to optimize your health for the next 10, 20, 30, however many years you want to be active, pick up a copy of Dr. Stone's book, Play Forever, and a copy of my book, Ageless Intensity. Between those two books, both links will be down below in the show notes, between those two books, you'll have more than all the information you need to stay injury-free. Now, on that note, If you've been working out indoors, if you've been running on the treadmill, if you've been doing your stationary cycling, keep in mind that the biggest risk of injury comes from when you transition from your indoor workouts to your outdoor workouts. You could be at home. You could be at home on the Peloton. You could be at home on a treadmill. You could be in a gym taking indoor cycling. You could be in a gym doing all kinds of killer workouts, but keep in mind that the regular environment, the outdoor environment, is completely different than the indoor environment. For example, when running on a treadmill inside, the surface of the treadmill is running underneath you. When you're outside running on the ground, you are propelling yourself over a relatively fixed ground. I mean, technically, yes, the Earth is rotating, and we are rotating at a certain speed, so there is, the surface is moving when you run outside, if you want to be technical about it, but it's not moving at a velocity where it's going to have an impact on your ground impact or an impact on your, your foot contact with the ground, whereas a treadmill is constantly running underneath you. So what's that mean? If you are an avid indoor runner, if during the winter you love going to, tre- to, going to the treadmill, going to the gym three, four times a week and getting that treadmill workout, as you transition to outdoor running, cut your mileage about in half. And I'm serious about that. Cut your mileage in half, at least for your first four to six runs. There's nothing that would be worse, and you're doing great mileage. Let's use 10 miles as an easy example. You're running 10 miles every time you get on a treadmill. That's great. 
But as soon as you get out to the hard ground and that surface is not moving underneath you, there are different impact forces going into your body. Keep in mind that depending on the velocity, the speed at which you run, you're getting somewhere between four to six times your body weight going into each leg every time your foot makes contact with the ground. That's why you need that transition time. So let's say, for example, you've been running 10 miles on average on a treadmill inside. As you transition to outdoor running, make your first four or five runs half that distance, about four or five miles, and go at a slower pace. So if you've been running a seven and a half, eight minute mile, or maybe a seven and a half, seven minute mile while you're running indoors on a treadmill, cut the mileage in half and slow your pace down because there are going to be different impact forces going into your body. You don't want to go out in your first one or two runs of the season, overdo it, try to push a faster velocity, try to do more mileage, and come up with some type of injury, like some kind of tendon issue or muscle, muscle ligament strain, something where it's going to impact your ability to run. So as you transition, start slower, start with less mileage, less volume, and slowly build up from there. Keep in mind that no, where, no matter where you live, summer season can be anywhere from 8 to 16 or 20 weeks. And we want to be outside as much as possible in that season. Same thing with the cycling. If you have been doing a lot of indoor cycling, if you've been using that indoor cycling studio to stay fit this offseason, as you transition to outdoor riding, keep in mind that you have wind resistance, you have ground resistance, and yes, you have drivers out there. So wear visible clothing. There's nothing that really makes me more nervous when I see a cyclist out on the road and they're wearing dark colored clothing. Because, I don't know, if you're a driver, you see it. Visible cyclist, bright colored clothing stands out. So if you're a cyclist, do yourself a favor. Wear something bright that stands out. And again, as you look to make that transition from whatever indoor training you've been doing to outdoor riding, give yourself about four weeks, give yourself a month, to slowly build up the volume, the distance, and the pace at which you want to do. I know you've been itching to get outside all, all winter, and I know it's going to be nice. You're going to have that one beautiful early spring day, sun shining, birds are chirping, the first little flowers are poking up from the green grass, snow is going away, and you're going to be like, yes, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to go hard. No, <laughs> don't do that. On that first nice day, get outside, enjoy it. But go at about half the distance you're going to usually go, your normal training route, and go at a slower pace. Just You want to think about the long game because here's what's going to happen, and here's what happens quite a bit. The weather turns, it gets nice, you go outside, and you go all in on that first big outdoor workout. You get some kind of little strain, your, your hip feels a little funny, your knee feels a little funny, you try to work through it, you end up getting an injury, next thing you know it's mid-June, mid-July, and you're still wearing a boot because you overstrained it. Just take it easy. Keep in mind that exercise and fitness is a long game. Work on your mobility. Work on building up the volume. What's interesting is recently Business Week had a whole Business Week had a whole article, though a two-page article, on the new trend in fitness, which is mobility exercises, our mobility exercises. And in that article were three or four of the exercises that I use in both smarter workouts and ageless intensity. So keep in mind that as the weather turns, as everything starts getting nicer, and you're going to be outside a lot more, and yes, you will be outside because we all like exercising outside, give yourself a break, take your time, build up that volume, let your body get used to being outdoors. All right, I want you to be in it for the long haul. I want you to enjoy all the outdoor workouts this summer. No sense in going out in the first nice day of the spring 
the first one or two nice outdoor workouts and trying to make up for everything for being inside for 12 to 16 weeks. There's plenty of spring and summer ahead of us. Let's take it easy, do a little bit, gradually build up volume, and let's be in it so we can enjoy every week and more importantly, every weekend of warm weather that we have from now until the end of the warm weather season. So there's my little quick fit tip. Give yourself time, give yourself a little bit of space. You don't have to do the entire workout right away when the weather gets nice and gradually build up your volume. Spend about four to six weeks building up your volume as you transition from indoor workouts to outdoor workouts. That'll help you stay injury free so you can enjoy activity all warm season long. Hey, reach out to me, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Again, my book, Ages Intensity, combined with Dr. Stone's book, Play Forever, will teach you everything you need to know about how to manage your body through the aging process. PeteMcCallFitness.com. Go to the website, sign up for my mailing list, get one of my free, get a free chapter from Smarter Workouts along with a body weight workout. And hey, as always, thanks for stopping by. And I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.